Welcome to Category Is. Welcome back. We're back from the holiday break. Yes, we are. How was your Christmas, Maurice? It was good. Um, we went down to Virginia to my brothers. Um, so both my brothers live in Virginia now, so it's easy for them to host because my right. mom will come up from South Carolina. I'll come down from Philly and then, you know, just kind of meet in the middle. And Aww. it was good. So much food. And he got to meet my mom for the first time. So that Aww. was that was interesting. And, you know, they were like BFFs now. So it's good. Yes. And, you know, it's just good to get away from like the city and, you know, just have our you know family time, food, holidays and just everything. So it was really good. How was yours? Oh, I'm happy it went well for you. Yeah. It's it nice was, to be with family. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, meeting the meeting the parents is always yeah. a big ordeal. It was a it was I think he was nervous, but you know Understandably. But my family is just like Chill. so welcoming and they had Christmas gifts for him and Aww. he was just so not expecting that. He's like, They're so nice. <laughs> it's only you know, just that one time is the first meeting, mm-hmm. so it's, now we're yeah, good. Yeah, now we're good. Easy yeah. sailing. Mm-hmm. The, the fear or the nervousness Yeah, yeah anxiety, and I guess, you know, it's nerve-wracking, I guess, but sure. once we got there, he was fine. My and mom's... just like, it wasn't, why was I so nervous? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my Christmas was good. Uh-huh. You know, it was just weird with it being on a Tuesday this year. Yeah, I think that's kind of messed everybody up. But, I mean, it was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, spent time with the family, mm-hmm. and... It was just, it was lovely. Yeah. It was downtime. You know, it was kind of, the older I get, uh-huh. I, I kind of, you know, as a child, hands down, Christmas is my favorite yeah. holiday, uh-huh. right? Cookies, gifts, just all that. Mm-hmm. The older I become, just mm-hmm. Christmas stresses me out. Really? And um, it's not my favorite holiday, just due to the commercialism of it. I think I've stated that before. Yeah. But it's just, um, even when I was at home, I was like, oh, it doesn't feel like Christmas and that we played music. You know, drink eggnog, uh-huh. watch a Christmas movie, and yeah. nothing could get me into In the, the spirit. Spirit. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel festive. I just didn't feel it this year. But it wasn't until like my niece and nephews uh-huh. came over yeah. and started, you know, opening gifts uh-huh. and seeing their excitement. Yeah. So there's, a, I think there's a special magic in Christmas Definitely. that only lives in children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I could. Isn't see there that. like a movie about that? Like thirty um, like miracles, thirty fourth. Right. Movie. Yeah. Right. So, I, but now that I'm a full blown adult, uh-huh. I totally get it. Yeah. Like Christmas is for the kids. It is for the kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And once they get a certain age, they kind of aren't as interested, right. and it kind of does lose that that yeah. magic. Give me a good old New Year's Eve or a. a <laughs> Thanksgiving. That's yeah. more my speed. Yeah, yeah. You but know. Christmas is for the But Christmas kids. is lovely. Speaking of Christmas. Yeah, so we were watching like the basketball games and stuff over Christmas break. Okay. So you know how you know how they have like the commercials, the Christmas commercials, everything's like Christmas themed. So I was watching this um IKEA commercial. And okay. It for me, I don't know if you felt the same way. I don't know if you've even seen it, but no, I saw it because I asked you to send it to me. Okay. Well you know maybe you, you just sent it to me, but I did see it. Okay. So this IKEA commercial where they're just celebrating the different types of families that there are and, you know, how everyone spends um, time with their family for the holidays. And so they were saying, you know, you might have one less this year and the family looks and there's an empty chair sitting in the corner. And I almost lost it because it was so it was so like, I don't know, emotional. Yeah, then after me. that, they're like, you have one more. One more and then have the baby. Yeah. You know, I hated it. I hated every Why? minute of it. Because um, it was, I mean, there was... And they they tried. There was like a, a Jewish family doing Hanukkah. Yeah. There was a black family. There was a blended family. There was mm-hmm. a single mom and a yeah. single dad. Family. Yeah. There was a gay family. Yeah. There was a crocodile family. There was every kind <laughs> of family. The most. It was like y'all in the, 
it was maybe the 30 second commercial mm-hmm. i'm like y'all very well props to y'all for fitting all this yeah. in this 30 minute yeah. slot but it was just so forced to me it, it was, was just it was so like we are the world it was and you know i hate that it was but at the same time it's like you know people are going through things where they might have lost someone like right before the holidays and you yeah. know that can be sad and tough so yeah. I have some friends that are going through that right now, so yeah. that's fine. That's true. Yeah. And it, it did have, like, you know, the single people who mm-hmm. didn't have family. Fr- it was it was a nice group. Yeah. It spoke to everyone. Everyone. It, made, it had that make-you-feel-warm-inside yeah. feeling, yeah. but that yeah. makes me uncomfortable sometimes. Well, <laughs> so that's why I think I didn't like it. Okay. But the commercial I loved uh-huh. was Google. Did you see the Google commercial of the, um, Home Alone? Macaulay Culkin? Yes. Yeah. You know what? It was cute. It was cute. Because it kind of just, like, that movie's how over 25 oh, it's years. old, yeah. Right? It's, it's it's, it's an old, maybe mm-hmm. even, not 30 years. It's somewhere between, I'm going to say between 25 and yeah, 30 years old. Yeah. And I just think that it was basically, you know, if Home Alone happened today. Today. And just using him and like yeah. using the Google Home uh-huh. feature was like how everything would have been different. Yeah. So yeah. it was a super cute commercial. I loved it for the nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. But, um, it is yeah. good to see Macaulay working again. Yes, I'm like, where he been? <laughs> In rehab. Oh, apparently. Yeah. Oh. oh, my, working the week between Christmas and New Year's yeah. is just like... You know, it's surprisingly productive because uh-huh. the office is kind of quiet. Empty. Yeah, so no you can kind of get stuff yeah. without being, you know, interrupted. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, why am I here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, New Year's is coming up. Are you excited for New Year's? Well, not really. I mean, I guess, but I'm not like the. I don't like to go out to the restaurants or the club or anything because everything's expensive right. everything you have to make reservations months in advance and i'm not trying to be out from in all those people let me tell you drunk and i've got, i think i went out for new year's eve maybe twice uh-huh. in my adult life right and um when i'm in my adult life my entire life <laughs> <laughs> but one year i'll never forget it was my friend my girlfriend's from college uh-huh. and we went out you know we had i had this nice like velvet type tuxedo mm-hmm. i was sharp the girls had on like they little you know glittery what's it called like sequins, sequins yeah. dresses uh-huh. we were dressed we bought these like 150 dollar mm-hmm. tickets to this event mm-hmm. that was like in like the i don't know how they did it but it was like the lobby of this like luxury apartment building okay okay and um this was years and years ago uh-huh. and it was 150 dollar ticket the food was supposed to be done by steven star mm-hmm. if you all know who steven star is he's a big <laughs> restaurateur yeah, here in, in philadelphia Philly. yeah and it was like this DJ. It was supposed to be, be like, they didn't explicitly say, but like the advertising had aerial art performers. Oh, wow. This was supposed to be the hot ticket. Uh-huh. We got there at a smooth 1030. Uh-huh. A line was wrapped down the street and around the corner, Whoa. like a block and a half uh-huh. in January. The girls don't have proper coats. Yeah. So, you know, they like, well, our girls did. Cause we, <laughs> yeah. You know, we were like, well, just check them. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, people were just not dressed appropriately. They were... Uh, bouncers walking the line saying uh-huh. pay $50 a head to get to the head of the line oh wow we didn't pay but we got to the head of the line because mm-hmm. you know how we do yeah get there there's no coat check mm-hmm. go inside <laughs> music is blaring but it, the place is empty oh wow food was not by Steven Starr unless he has uh, oh. ShopRite uh, carrots oh, wow. and uh, celery sticks wow. it was horrible uh-huh. it's just so much hype on that night mm-hmm. and the few times I went out it was yeah. always just the biggest disappointment yeah. wasted mm-hmm. money so now I just Stay home. Mm-hmm. I cook a whole bunch of food. Mm-hmm. I get drunk with my yeah. friends and family, and yeah. I usually fall asleep before the ball drops. <laughs> Blissfully unaware. Blissfully unaware <laughs> of how fabulous this night's supposed to be. Right. Do you have your New Year's foods though? Your black eyed peas um, and collard greens. I don't really and... do that. No. I, I I need to. That's a southern thing. Yeah. It is. It yeah. is a southern yeah. thing. 
I know some of my friends have a tradition. I, my one friend, she does like some kind of lobster really? with a pasta. Okay. Um, I know a lot of people eat Chinese food or do like mm-hmm. a lo mein. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I kind of want to just implement that. Yeah. Okay. Um, because it's easy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I I I do love New Year's. Mm-hmm. It is one of my favorite holidays. Because mm-hmm. it's just it's like a quasi holiday. Yeah. The way I do it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like the stress of like the turkey has to be perfect. Yeah. You can just kind of yeah. cook what you want. Uh-huh. But it's, I love just the whole fresh slate. I, I, yeah. I get really pensive. Okay. Is that the right word? Uh-huh. Around this time of yeah, year? Yeah, Because I'm reflecting on, like, my year's successes, my mm-hmm. year's failures, and I get, like, somewhat optimistic. Okay. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I get really, like, dreamy mm-hmm. and visionary yeah. about just what new I want to do new in year. the new year. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. But it's funny, because I'm also like that with my birthday, but to okay. a lesser extent. Well, okay, I can see that. Because yeah. it's like a new year, a new year for me. Life. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, I can see that. New Year's, I'm not a fan of going out. I'll just stay in. Well, you always stay in. You don't even go out on the weekend. That's true. <laughs> you go to the to the Whole Foods yeah, and home. And that's it. But To the gym yeah, and home. And to the home. But other than that, you know, so I'm not going to start anything new. So okay. I'll be with some a bottle of champagne. And... Yeah, all my friends are doing like bay events like really? with their booze this year. And I'm just well, like... Y'all bitches don't want to hang with me. <laughs> okay. You know, so I might, be, I think I'm just going to hang with my family. Okay. But a part of me was like, just do it at home. But mm-hmm. then I know me and I'll get like sad. Well. Or just drunk and fall asleep. Yeah. More so. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nice. Well, child, let's get into what you're drinking. Well, not much these days. <laughs> Why is that? So every year, in January, I like to have a sober January, just to, you know, to give my liver a break, to cleanse, a little cleanse going on, and you know, so I'm gonna be giving up the alcohol for a few weeks. January is a long month, my friend. It is thirty-one days. Yeah, you know, I, I did. We talked about it. I'm gonna join you in it. Mm-hmm. I don't do it every January. Right. I mean, I'm going to do it this January for, you know... Solidarity. For solidarity. <laughs> okay. I'm down Thanks. with you. Okay, appreciate it. I think, I think my liver probably needs the class. Yeah, I think it does. Um, but, so at the pod here this week, we are actually <laughs> drinking water. Well, actually, you know, I couldn't well, just do that. yeah. <sighs> okay. San Pellegrino. All right. What are you drinking? I'm drinking a Diet Pepsi. Diet Pepsi. Yeah. All the caffeine. All the sugar. It's diet. There's no sugar. I thought that's Pepsi Zero. Or is that Coke Zero? You know I don't drink soda. Oh, okay. No, it has it has caffeine. It doesn't have sugar. Oh. Yeah. Doesn't that burn your throat? No. Okay. Well, yes, we're going to be consuming carbonated beverages <laughs> uh, that are not of the alcohol kind. No champagne here. Not this time. Sober, Jan- can we, sober January sounds really intense. Can we fi- find a cuter name? Um, Like what? Like No Drink January? No Drink January. Yes. That's what we're doing. Okay. Before we get into the categories, I want to remind everyone to like, rate, and subscribe. If you're a new listener, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you get a new episode every week. And if you are a current listener, you know, be sure to share us with your friends, write us a listener letter, or you know, leave us a review and let us know how you like the podcast. I was like in a trance because that was very like Barry White. Was it? I don't know. It was just very like quiet storm. <laughs> girl six. Yes. What's girl six? Where she's a phone sex operator. Oh, I didn't see that movie. Oh, I think it's a Spike Lee movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
So our first category, we're going to go back to last year and discuss uh, some Christmas festivities because how could we not? Yeah. But if you never felt poor in your whole <laughs> damn life, you sure as hell felt poor if you were on Instagram mm-hmm. and looking at Kim Kardashian or yes. any other Kardashians all the Kardashians posts or specifically her live story. Yeah. And I think live that? stories are what they stay up for 24 hours. Yeah, I think 24 hours. Yeah. Oh my God. I sat down. I had excused myself <laughs> from my family. Went into the guest room at my mother's house and just watched in, in awe of the destitute, the destitution <laughs> in which I live. Wow. I mean, just wealth. wealth. Opulence. Just unnecessary. Yeah. Almost like disgusting. So basically, if you didn't see, explain the whole setup, Maurice. It was a lot. So they basically created snow in California. They, Calabasas. Calabasas. They had like a mountain full of snow. Right. In their yard. They had like a, a, a sledding. A sled, like, yeah. Like hill. Yeah, they had a, a sled hill. They had like an ice palace, basically. It was opulent. Yes. It was just... They had John Legend performed. They had a live band. They had all these singers. Like even like it, the setup for like the like club or the performance yeah, area with yeah. the little banquettes. And, mm-hmm. and then did you see like the mirrored walkway with the lights going up? Yes. And it was the trees that they brought yeah. in that looked like Dr. Seuss, mm-hmm. like like Dr. Seussian. Yeah, it was. There. It was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot. They estimate that they spent one point five million dollars on that. Wow. On that one party. Wow. Christmas Eve party. Because Chris... Everyone was there. Everyone J-Lo, was there. J-Lo, yeah. Kimora, mm-hmm. with, with, her, Ming with Ming Lee. And Aoki. Mm-hmm. Ming looks gorgeous. Ming, Stunning. She is. But you know who she reminds... She reminds me of a young Tisha Campbell from Martin. I don't see it. I see, yes. Look at them side by side. I don't see it. Look. Look. She looks like Tisha Campbell. Don't do... Don't do Ming like that. She's gorgeous. Both of them are gorgeous. But she looks like... Okay. Kamora stole her from. Wow. The nursery, yes. Mm. But yeah, I mean, J Lo was. was there. Mm-hmm. Who else? It was just Everybody. Mama Combs. <laughs> she was there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, Kim was like on her uh, story on uh-huh. her phone and she was like scanning the party yeah. with her phone. She's like, we got Mama Combs and Mama Combs look like cut her eyes to the left like, bitch, you don't get that camera up off me. She had that blonde wig. She had, it was like, a blonde, it was like a blondish gray. Oh, okay. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It was a tight Shirley Temple curl. Oh, okay. I didn't get that. Yeah. But the party just looked. Paris Hilton was there. Yeah, oh, yes. Mm-hmm. In a very Paris Hilton type dress. She was. Yeah. Had no business getting on nobody's sleigh. At all. Going down no hill. Mm-hmm. But that's just how Paris Um, did. Caitlin was there. Who? Caitlin Jenner. Oh, was she? Mm-hmm. Oh, she got an invite. She did. So Caitlin and. Is that her girlfriend? Or I her think... friend? Sophia. <sighs> The young girl? Yeah. She's like 22. At first I thought like that was her intern. I did too. Um, But then like, she don't, if she's 22, I mean, I she know. just, yeah. you know, I don't know, maybe what's her country of origin. She just looks a little hard. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I don't know. I, I think that the subtext mm-hmm, of the text mm-hmm. is, is that they're in a relationship. Yeah. But I think yeah. that's confusing to a lot of, yeah, a lot of people for some reason. I mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't confuse me. I mean, I know what it was. Sophia is a sugar baby. That, that's she... what I see more so than anything. Yeah, yeah. But I think some people, or just, I think some people put trans with gay. Uh huh. And I think that they expected that when Caitlyn transitioned, mm-hmm. that she would be interested in men. In men. And yeah. that's not always the case. Right. right? Like, mm-hmm. I know some people who, for example, were like, let's say when they were born a woman, mm-hmm. they were a lesbian. Right. And they 
were interested in women mm-hmm. and then they transitioned to a man mm-hmm. and when they became a man they then were sexually interested in mm-hmm. men yeah because they were in transgender mm-hmm. is gender is separate from sexuality right. right so their sexuality is always homosexual right right so right. now that you identify as a man mm-hmm. you are attracted to the same mm-hmm. homo mm-hmm. therefore you like men right and then some people are not like bruce was always into women mm-hmm. And now that he's a woman, mm-hmm. he could still, she could still be into women. Right. So. But some people, I think, don't know how to separate gender. One from the other. From sexuality. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I'm confused. But yeah, I, I, but again, <laughs> all that aside, I yeah. just see money bags, money bags, money bags. It was a lot. It was a lot. But does Caitlyn's money go as long as Kardashian's? After that book deal, the reality show. The show canceled. She still got paid? I mean, but is it sustaining her? <laughs> I mean, she's I mean, doing speaking engagements and things. Endorsements? And who's hiring her to speak anywhere about any about what? A lot of people. Who, MAGA people? Probably. No, because she distanced herself from them. Oh. I, I but mean, yeah, she, I mean, she's doing something. Is she getting weedy royalties or like <laughs> Probably. Olympics yeah. royalties? Yeah. Sponsorships? I mean, she gets the royalties from the show because she was on the show for how many years? True. Um, now... That book, so like I know she wrote a book. That was the whole um when she did that Diane Sawyer interview. I just thought she had a magazine cover. No, she has a book. The yeah. whole the one that now all the Kardashians are mad at her about because you know she I dogged don't Chris. Like that. Okay, so, I thought it was an article. No, well, it was both. It started in the article and then the okay. book came out where she was saying that Chris knew the whole time she's making it. You know, right. she's faking this poor reaction to everything and you know that's why chloe hasn't spoken to caitlin in a number of years and just was well, chloe spoken to tristan Ooh. anyway <laughs> he wasn't at the party oh he wasn't no oh mm-hmm. okay Ooh. noticeable yeah kanye's blonde hair and teeth whitening uh, was at the party his teeth were so bright <laughs> I mean, his, his mouth looked like Nini he might have got some white strips for Christmas. <laughs> hey. Well, yes, child. Well, can we talk about one thing from the party? Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to start this with a disclaimer. Uh-oh. So, you know, Kim released some pictures of her beautiful family mm-hmm. with her husband and her beautiful, her three beautiful children. They're mm-hmm. all so gorgeous. And again, you know, we have a rule here. Our pod, kids are off kids limits. Kids are off limits. And I'm not talking about anyone's child specifically mm-hmm. or anyone's parenting. Mm-hmm. So that's my disclaimer before I say what I need to say. Okay. But there was a picture. I'm going to name well. Kim's eldest child. Okay. Uh, happened to uh, be having. She had straight hair, mm-hmm. and she had red lipstick on. That's right. all I'm gonna say about that. Okay. So again, I'm not talking about nobody's child specifically. Are we clear? We're clear. Mm-hmm. Cool. When I saw the image, I sent it to you, and I was like, mm, "Too grown." Well, because she's she's five. She's five years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Five and a half. And, you know, at least in my experience, I remember, you know, I have younger sisters. Mm-hmm. And I remember them being little girls. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like a rite of passage when they first got to go to the actual nail salon. Oh, they didn't get tips okay. or nothing. Uh-huh. They just sat there and got their little fingernails painted. Uh-huh. But for a young girl, that's uh-huh. a moment okay. when they go with their mom to the yeah. nail salon. At okay. least in New Jersey, you know how we are about <laughs> nails. And they could get any color they wanted. Oh, okay. Except my mother had two... Colors that were a no-no. Okay. Blue, just because she thought it looked gross. <laughs> okay. Just because that was her own personal thing. Uh-huh. And red, because uh-huh. red, in her opinion, was too grown. 
<laughs> and that was just always ingrained in me. And socially, it's okay. ingrained. Also, with my sisters, and I'm speaking from personal experience, uh-huh. it was a certain age before they could get their hair straightened. Okay. For a black girl mm-hmm. with a curly texture, mm-hmm. which I do believe this specific child has. She does. Um, to get your hair straightened is a moment. Uh-huh. And I even remember back in the day watching uh-huh. um, Kimora Lee Simmons' reality yeah, show. Uh-huh. And she made a big deal Life when Ming, yeah, when Ming mm-hmm. got her hair straightened for the first yeah, time. She, she cried. was like 13, I think. Yeah, she was 13. Yeah. And like, she was like, it's a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, when that. you're a twin. Mm-hmm. And like, I remember, you know, um, Kimora cried. She mm-hmm. said, oh my God, my baby's grown. Cause it's growing it is. up. Yeah. She's growing up. Uh-huh. So I, when I saw that on a five-year-old child. Five and a half. I was just like, in shock. But and why, though? In my opinion, and I know, right, I, I try to be an open-minded person, uh-huh. but we also have certain social norms. Sometimes, if you look at it, it really doesn't make sense. If I ask myself critically and mm-hmm. intellectually, why? Right. I'm like, well, it's just a color. It shouldn't matter. Right. right? Mm-hmm. But I think that things don't exist in a vacuum, and you have to look at things through context. Mm-hmm. And in, in my opinion, when I saw it, I was immediately, it was like a knee-jerk reaction, too grown, and I didn't like it. And this okay. is my reason. Okay. Red, historically, is a color that is associated with, uh, with um, a lustful woman. Okay? Oh, and okay. the lips are a very sensual part of the face and body. And, and, not, and not even aside, but like... Little girls at that age should not be doing nothing more than a chapstick, especially because and cherry, cherry, you know, and that's it. What yeah. do you need makeup for? And lipstick well, is makeup to enhance a look. Okay. And now, and honestly, and I understand she's a celebrity child, and it's mm-hmm. a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But even if it were a pink lip, a purple lip, a fun color, I don't think I would be as like upset or not, or you know, like as so if it was or, blue or I wouldn't have such a strong opinion, right, 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 right. But red has a significant color. You know, historically it is associated with prostitution, whores, you know, or a loose woman. And to put in a red lip is a very sensual and sexual thing. And to kind of project that willingly onto a child is a problem for me. Especially, it's not like, you know, there's always that picture of a little girl who's playing in mommy's makeup case mm-hmm. at home in the privacy of her home and draws the makeup all over her face. That's cute and mm-hmm. adorable. We wash it off and go. But you're going to a big, big party. You're, right. you're presenting yourself forward-facing to the public. To me, mm-hmm. I just didn't, it didn't sit well with me. And that compounded with the straight hair. I was like, oh no, this is way too grown. Too much, too fast. You know, and I just, I, I was not here for it. I disagree. Okay. Because, I mean, I think that... Yeah, the color is supposed to be provocative or whatever because society deemed it that way. But but you said if it was so you just have an issue with the color, not the fact that she was actually wearing a lipstick. No, I, have, it was, I, have, I do have a problem with both. Okay. The color makes it work. If she would have had on pink uh-huh. lips, uh-huh. I still would have been like, "That's not cute" because she's too little mm-hmm. for makeup. Okay, um, but red is just like insults injury and. In, in my view, but you're projecting that onto her. But it's because she could be. Thing. Well, society's projecting that onto her because, like, if it was any other color, you said you would have less of a reaction. But then also, she's a kid. Maybe she just wanted to play dress up for the night. Maybe she just wanted to. I want to be pretty like mommy. Can I, you know, wear some lipstick like mommy? Therein lies the problem. See, which is because. What? This is what I'm saying, Marcus. Uh-huh. And, and, I, and I'm, I'm getting specific, and I know that race doesn't have to do in anything, but it does here. And I'm just going to bring it, it up. Does it? it does. Okay, why? Because I think that this particular child is a black child. 
at least in my opinion. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I think that the beauty standards projected on all women Mm -hmm. are just unreasonable and in many cases unattainable. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the beauty industry, uh, in many ways manipulates and feeds on women's emotions and insecurities to achieve these impossible standards. Right. right? Mm -hmm. But it's one thing to do that on women who mm-hmm. should have some emotional fortitude to withstand okay. that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's even, and it, and it still affects grown women right? Mm-hmm. in adolescence. Mm-hmm. If you see mm-hmm. how much the marketing and the imagery does damages to teen girls when it comes self-esteem. to self-esteem, mm-hmm. body, body dysmorphia, mm-hmm. it's a serious thing. Right. I and I also think that there's an uh, uh, impact on black girls because the standard of beauty for black girls mm-hmm. is not, it's, it's almost a default that they're not beautiful. Okay. And the standard for them to become beautiful mm-hmm. is to align that beauty with whiteness often, many times, okay. right? Mm-hmm. Through, mm-hmm. i.e., straightening of your hair okay. to get rid of the natural kink and coil of mm-hmm. it, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why it's important to have that representation and right. image on Victoria's Secret Runways mm-hmm. and on these big, you know, multinational companies mm-hmm. that profess beauty for women. Right. So to put that on a child, and I think that especially as a young black girl, you should be building your daughters, our daughters up, mm-hmm. right? And to tell them that, at five years old, mm-hmm. you are beautiful just as you are. Mm-hmm. You, there's no need for you to have makeup. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no need for, and this is for mommy. This is what grown women do. Okay. And it's okay for grown women to do things that mm-hmm. children don't. Children, right. I don't right. think a, a five-year-old child, five and a half, whatever you want to say, mm-hmm. is not mentally and emotionally equipped to deal with the implications of makeup. But she's not dealing with it, it all can, of that. But she, but she, I don't know what, we don't know what she's dealing with. Mm-hmm. But to me... It's just, it's too, she's not, at, she's not ready for it. But at five and a half, she doesn't have, you know, 30 additional years of society telling her these messages. She doesn't have that. She's not watching. Well, she might be watching Victoria's Secret because her aunt is in the Victoria's right. Secret fashion show. But I mean, I don't think that at a five-year-old level of intelligence that she is processing and thinking about that. I don't think so. And also she's probably not even exposed to that because she's five and a half. Well, this is what I will say. Mm-hmm. She's a five-year-old who's richer than I am. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, I don't know what kind of life she lives in. She, she, she got, you see what her Christmas party like in her yes, backyard. She, okay. much, she ain't the average five-year-old. No. I, I, I see that mm-hmm. in your argument. Mm-hmm. But what I also say is this. You said she's not, she doesn't have the intellectual ability to process and deal with it. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Because mm-hmm. it's subconscious. She doesn't even realize it that she's being affected by it. And that's why it matters so much. If I, I mean, and again, I'm not saying anyone's a bad parent, Uh and I don't think I'm reaching at all. There's studies, there's books, there's lots of uh, academia and Uh study that's been done on this topic. Uh It's real and it affects people in real ways. Mm -hmm. But I just don't think a little girl of her age is ready for that. And I think that um, there is somewhat of a a rite of passage from when a young girl becomes a woman. Mm -hmm. And I think that societally, that a young girl becomes a woman when she wears her when she gets her first set of heels, you know. But like <laughs> not, 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 not her not her kitten heels, yeah. not her training in church heels. Yeah. But her first set of heels. Okay. A rite of passage for a woman mm-hmm. like is her training bra. Her, yeah. Or or getting her menstrual cycle. Ooh, like yeah. that's like an actual biological yeah, yeah. definite one, not mm-hmm. just a societal one, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But these are certain things that happen in a, in a young woman life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like and when they get makeup. When my yeah. sisters first got makeup. Here, baby, start with a little lip gloss. A okay. clear lip a gloss. Clear, yeah. All right. You know now, like pink. Here's a little, a little pink lipstick, or you get a tinted lip Ah, gloss. Okay, it's it's levels to this. Okay, the highest level Mm -hmm. is a red lip. Is a red lip. Okay, and that five, it's just like it blew. It kind of blew my mind for a second. That's all. But it's just part of her outfit was red, so maybe she was trying to match. 
a very small part of her outfit. Even though her little dress was a little Tina Turner-ish, but she had the jacket she underneath because yeah. her shoulder should, like, you know, it's, yeah. to me, it's just childhood is such an important and precious and delicate mm-hmm. time. It should just be preserved and elongated because, you know, don't put grown things. Don't put the burden well, of makeup on a young girl. And yeah. it can be, makeup can be fun. Believe yeah. me, I watch makeup tutorials mm-hmm. and I don't wear makeup. <laughs> you know, I love me some Jackie Aina. You too. But it's for a woman and that's okay. Uh-huh. There's certain things that are for women that are not for children. That's true. And if she were, if she were 13, I would still you... be thinking a red lip is too grown for a 13 year old. <laughs> but I couldn't be mad that a little, a 13 year old is interested in makeup because that's what a 13 year old girl okay. does. Okay. But she is literally five. And a half. Okay, we don't do that half day. <laughs> five. Until uh, she is six, she is five. Okay. You know what five-year-olds should be doing? What? Well, I don't know. It's not burning. <laughs> but what, what, what's the show that's hot? I don't know. I don't know. Peppa Pig. I don't know what. Yeah. But they should be, you know. Doing that. Doing that. Okay. You know, she should be worried about playing at the pool. And But again, I do recognize that she is a wealthy five-year-old. Mm-hmm. Probably got more cars and she got employees and stuff so you know it's different strokes for the wealthy basically and you're right i mean i get what you're saying i have two brothers so i don't have any kind of concept of Mm -hmm. the the things that you know you have to deal with with young girls so yeah and i think that as a society Mm -hmm. also we're 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 more protective of our girls right because i I, as a man growing up Mm -hmm. i know that there were certain limitations on what my sisters could and could not do because of it being perceived as too grown right um that's just what it was too too grown too grown Mm -hmm. too grown who you think you are Mm -hmm. too grown Mm -hmm. could you just couldn't do it okay and i think that for young girls they like you want to be grown like Mm -hmm. my sisters walking around the house in my mom's shoes oh she at work yeah and they're straightening their hair in the closet (laughs) when they knew they wasn't supposed to be doing or trying to make because girls want to be they rush Mm -hmm. And I think as a boy, I don't remember ever being told things were too grown. Uh-huh, okay. So I think there mm-hmm. is, I can see what you're saying intellectually just, and appreciate yeah. it as intellectually, mm-hmm. uh, but still we operate within the world That's true. and within these constructs. Yeah. But again, as a boy, I'm hard pressed to find times when I was told I was being too grown, except when I try to like talk during a grown folks conversation Oh yeah. or offer my opinion. Yeah. Don't ever do that. Don't you see these grown I told, folks I was talking? Told, I know. I was told I couldn't have an opinion until I paid bills. My mom said that to me, too. Why is that? Why do we do that? I don't like that people do that to black children. Black children are allowed to have opinions, and opinions do not come with the paying of bills. Uh, but, yes, it do. In this household? Really? Yeah. I don't like that. It silences black kids. But it's valid, too. Yeah. Like, your opinion don't matter because what I say is going to go. That's true, too. Oh. That Christmas party was a mess, though. It was a lot. It was excessive. Well, it was excessive, but yeah. I, 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 I'd still appreciate an invite. I know. Like, where was my invite? I would, I would, I would be there. <laughs> Next year. Kim and Chloe also said they're going back to eating salads after who that. Who and who? Kim and Chloe. Oh, Chloe's yeah. tall one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All oh, they looked so good, too. They did, yeah. Also, I... I... Kylie looked really cute yeah, in her little matching outfit. With the matching outfit with the baby. Mm-hmm. She I, left early. She I heard, said. yeah, she left early to uh, give her baby a bath. A bath and put her to bed. <sighs> she's so sweet. But why is a 10-month-old at that party anyway? Because she's a part of the... You have to understand. <laughs> These aren't regular people. She, she on a roster. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, she's on the roster. Mm. I'm sure Stormy is worth more. I mean, she is worth more than I am. She, well, you know, not inherently, but in the yeah. bank. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like she's on the roster. Everybody got to show up. I mean, Basically. where was Dream at? 
She's probably there. She's probably there. She was mm-hmm. cute on that Christmas card. Oh, yeah. That was her most relatable Christmas card. Yeah. Although, I think they should have only had the kids and not... Didn't they do that last year? No, they had everybody. Yeah, I think they Last year was they had like 25 different pictures. Right. They, they should have only did the kids. It was like an advent calendar last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it would have been cute with just the kids. Because mm-hmm. um, also the picture, it was just, it looked crammed. Everybody's yeah. looking in a hundred different yeah, directions. Yeah, yeah. But it was also, it's to me, it's painfully noticeable. Mm-hmm. Like, where's Rob? Rob wasn't there. Kendall wasn't there. Right. So it was just like. But to me, Kendall's not being there. I see. But like, she's the only one without a child. But then that's excluding her. It is. But I, I, it looks like, oh, all the, you know, mm-hmm. Stormy's, uh, not Stormy, Dream, because so many damn kids. Yeah. How many grandchildren are there? <laughs> Nine. Dream was the only one without a parent. There. Yeah. That's yeah. what was noticeable mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, yeah. But mm, I would have just had the kids. Until Rob get that weight under control, I don't think uh, Actually, Chris... he, re- he put out a picture. He's losing weight. Where? It was on um, Instagram or something. See, when back in the day when he was dating Christina Milian, mm-hmm. see, a lot of y'all don't even know. Y'all ain't even uh, pressed up on that. Yeah. But back in the day when he was with her, the Dippy Low chick, mm-hmm. and this was pre-Dippy Low. Oh, okay. But he was like, he had a nice body. He was yeah. tight and a nice high, mm-hmm. tight ass, mm-hmm. uh, six-pack. Yeah. I mean, he. I just thought, one time I was in Vegas, because uh-huh. his birthday's March 17th. Oh, okay. And I went to Vegas for my birthday, but mm-hmm. a couple of weeks, you know, a little early. Mm-hmm. And um, we was in some club. I forget which one. Tao, probably. <laughs> no, it was another time I was there, oh, okay. and I saw Kim. With Lala and um, Kelly. Oh wow! But another time I was uh-huh. there, and it was at I want to say it was the Mirage. But anyway, okay, we were at the club, and uh-huh. they come in. They was like in the VIP, uh-huh. and like, it was like in the middle wow. of the club, yeah. and like you could see all of them. It was kind of it was kind of fun at first yeah. to like look at the Kardashians, because yeah. like they were like pretty famous at this mm-hmm. point, and every, but the whole club just stopped and stared at them in the VIP, wow. and I'll never forget. I was so so like over it, yeah, because you know when I, I tear up the dance floor, yeah, you do. And I'm like, y'all not about to sit here and, and not be dancing because people are here mm-hmm. drinking alcohol and eating like normal people. Like, <laughs> okay, cute for five minutes, yeah, but like but... leave them alone mm-hmm. and return to our regularly scheduled programming Basically. of twerking it in this club. <laughs> Did you split your pants? I, um, on that trip, yes, but okay, not that evening. Not that night. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. <laughs> but I used to think that Rob was going to like be the heartthrob. I did too, but... I don't know what, at what point he fell mm-hmm. off, but... Okay, child, but let's move on um, to the next category. Category well, is... Category is um, one of our uh, honorees. Well, uh, she got an honorable mention. She got mention. an honorable mention. Honorable mention. Yeah. Uh, Miss Cardi B. Cardi. Barty. Like the party? No, is that the lyric? No. no. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> Belcalis Almanzar. Um I hate this term. I'm not even going to say it. You have to say it because I refuse. Well, her dick appointment? Yes, I don't say that. That is the most dumbest shit I've ever heard. But don't act like you never have one. I haven't. <laughs> Lies. What is that? I'm not, I, I, what is that? You know what that is. It's like a booty call. Okay, they're just like booty call. Okay. Bo- because appointment is like, y'all are trying to make this sound way, way too like formal. Because if it was an appointment, I would say, well, please arrive 15 minutes early. <laughs> I would say, please check in. Please have a seat in my waiting room for 30 minutes. You're going to give them a buzzer? Yes, I'm going to give you a buzzer. Here goes your number. Like, <laughs> appointment. It is. Mm, well, listen, you know, we will hold the reservation for 15 minutes if you're late. You know, we're giving the table we're to someone your else. table away. That's, I mean, an appointment. That's pretty much what it is. Listen. Come on now. She had a booty call. She had a booty call. Maybe I'm just old school. I mean, you are. I I can't even bring myself to say those two words next to each other. 
It's the exact same thing. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Okay, well, appointment you make well in advance. Which I think they did. Okay. See, a booty call. I hate that we're getting into like the, ep- the ep- what's it called? Epidemiology? No, that's no. Etymology. Yeah. The etymology of the word. But again, but. you know, that matters. But booty call is mm-hmm. like, you in the mode. You up. You make, you, up. <laughs> you make a call. See, you, and you're making a call for some booty. Or a text. Or a text mm-hmm. for some booty. Yeah. Appointment it's is like, like pre-arranged. Look, it's pre-arranged. Look, I'm booked six weeks out. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. we can take you at this time. What please, are you doing on the night of? Yeah, you know, please check in mm-hmm. early. Maybe I'm just too literal with stuff. But anyway, back to the point. So she had a so booty call. She had a booty call, a dick appointment in Puerto Rico. <laughs> okay. So with her hus- estranged husband. Estranged. I love the word estranged. It just sounds like messy and scandalous. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but like with money. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Tamika don't be estranged from uh, Tyrone. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> you know. Right. So Dips, what's, what is this man's name? Dipset? Dipset. No, Offset. Offset. <laughs> <laughs> Set it off. So she had a dick appointment with her estranged husband. And in Puerto Rico, someone released pictures of them on the back of a jet ski. Okay. And that's how it got out that she was even, you know, Important. reconnected. Yeah, reconnecting with him. So she went on Instagram Live, which she loves to do. Mm-hmm. And she said that. Was she clothed? I, she was like laying down in like a, okay. but she had them clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she was like, yeah, you know, I just had to. And she used some other expletives, <sighs> but she said she just had to have sex. And so and, she, and she couldn't find. All the other available people who are probably waiting to go. She's married. So? She doesn't. They, they ain't stop him from doing what he <laughs> needs to do. And apparently ain't stop her neither. Well, I mean. But, you know, she said that they're not getting back together. She just wanted. So you mean to tell me there's no emotional attachment there? I mean, I'm sure there is, but. Exactly. So people be trying to confuse themselves. Well, acting like they're, like, like sex is not a tie to the, uh, tied to one's emotions. It is. By using these sterile terms like penis appointment <laughs> that doesn't sound right you know what i'm saying like but, booty call no like even if you do have like a fb like uh-huh. feelings are going to attach some at some point right don't act like you know your heart is not attached to your nether regions because it is it is but and it'll fool you sometimes too. yeah yeah but i mean you know what that's her husband that's her business that's mm-hmm. her life if it's something so special about how he makes her feel, then maybe she had to travel yeah. domestically or to go get some. Domestically. Yeah. <laughs> or she didn't buy the travel insurance and they had booked this trip like months ago. You think Cardi B worried about travel insurance now? I mean, that's a valid thing. You can't get none of that money back. So you might as well go. She can't get none of the money back. Well, I guess she could. For them five cars she bought that she don't know how to drive, don't got a license for. But she take pictures with them. She take pictures with yeah. them Graham. Yeah. Oh, my God. We've <laughs> devolved. Yeah. That's what she said on um, Carpool Karaoke. Yeah, that was so cute. Yeah. But, I mean, that's valid because you know people, they're about to, well, they either broke up with somebody or their relationship isn't going that well, but they got to stay together because they booked this trip i get it i i i've been in the position mm-hmm. so i get it um and there's, there's celebrities i'm sure it's a lot to untangle mm-hmm. i don't think they had a prenup probably not um you know hood love yeah. risk, risk it all yeah uh, not smart at all but i think that honestly i'm a little bit more cynical when it comes to this entire storyline why i think that she's trying to have a whole b and j mm-hmm. moment i don't think so and i think that mm, i do I, don't. I think we're being played 
I don't think so. I really think I, they'll be, think, I so. think they're just trying to hype this up. If that is the case, I would be completely disappointed and she would lose everything for me. Because she would no longer be authentic. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, I don't know. I just think that like even if they're if, even if this is not contrived, uh-huh, right? Right. Still them choosing to discuss it so much in the public eye. Yeah. It's just not my I get it. But mm-hmm. you also have to look at her differently, right? Because right. the reason that she is so famous is mm-hmm. because she sought out the public eye. Right. Because of Instagram. Right. From oversharing. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's how she feels like she needs to maintain. Mm-hmm. Unlike my personal fave, who I know you say is curated. Yeah. But she has like a cloak like you she's just it's you can't see into my compound it's very private i just think that if i were mm-hmm. a real deal celebrity i would never want to be uber famous because like you can't go to the grocery store no more you mm-hmm. can't just do simple things right. and as and i think that cardi's now at that point like i have no doubt that like paparazzi follow her yeah that she's just like pressed for a piece of privacy yeah so why would you in the privacy of your hotel room open up your instagram mm-hmm. start your live story to share about your business like is there nothing sacred? But it could be her controlling it. She's controlling the narrative. I get yeah. that. Or I think that like, she, but she's also putting it out there. Like we don't yeah. need, we don't need, we don't to, know need to know all of that. I get turned off. Yeah. And it's just like, I can appreciate the Carters because put it into the work, put it into the, put it into the music. Mm, no. You know? Because then you're exploiting people for the money. But it's not exploiting. It is. Because you're making it art, right? Is and it is she, an, is she an artist or is she a reality TV star who happens to rap? I'm just saying, honestly. I mean, because to me, an artist, mm-hmm. you know, leaves them in the record. No, I don't think so. I, I mean, she can channel it. I'm just not. But she, you know, don't do the Ariana your... Grande. Don't do the Beyonce. Oh, see, that's, I love the Ariana Grande. I love how she did that. Boop, and that's all I'm going to say on that. Like, you know, like <laughs> I had this breakup with Pete Davidson, uh-huh. and that's all I'm going to say. She gave him a bar. Like, well, she gave him a line. Yeah, if that. You know? But I mean, that's exploited, though. Like, how? How is what Cardi's doing is not exploitative? Because she's not doing it for the money. Oh, yeah. Oh, you don't think she's getting money because of this? No. Not directly. But, like, right. But, but she's not putting it in a joint tour with her baby daddy. She's not putting it into the third or fourth CD that they had about this marital discord. She's not putting it into this, what? What do they call it? Visual um, album where she's walking down the street busting windows with a baseball bat. Right. I just have a preference for an artist who's a little bit more private about their lives and gives you glimpses through their art. Mm -hmm. Because it seems, the artwork seems personal to me. Mm -hmm. I don't think that Cardi B's art is personal. I just feel like somebody wrote it was like, here's a hot track, go rap on it, Uh go sing on it. And that's what she does. Uh And and, and instead, she's giving her relatability through just being what she started out as, a reality star. And I, I, I would appreciate if she just kind of like, you know, still be more mm-hmm. open than, say, Beyonce. Like, let us into your lives. Know who does it good? Who? J-Lo. Okay. I like the way J-Lo does it. Okay. Even Mariah, I think, does good at it. Mm-hmm. They, they, get, they show us the children. Mm-hmm. They show us their family events. Yeah. They show us the private, uh-huh. if, in quotation mark, moments. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But they not on there like... You know, I had to, you know, me and Alex got into this argument mm-hmm. or, you know, me and Brian, you know, Brian asked me for money to go to the store. <laughs> you know, it's not like every single detail, yeah. you know, yeah. it's just, it's too much. And that's to me right. what seems thirsty. Like, you don't need that no more, Cardi. Right. Cardi can, she just kind of be like, I'm private now. Like, she needs to be that bitch that's like, no comment. You know, you well, know you're that bitch when you can just go, no mm-hmm. comment. 
But then she you have to comment on something. Beyonce don't comment on nothing. She doesn't do interviews. She doesn't. But imagine being but, imagine but being at the top. She can't speak. Oh, don't do that. Okay, I'll don't do that. that. Imagine being so like Beyonce like rules it. Like I mean, imagine having being at the top of your career, highest of everything. Mm-hmm. I don't take an interview. I don't even do press. Like she revitalized album sales not everybody else trying to do a little surprise album she didn't even need press it was cute the she first time just, this is what i do well the second time it did have press we just didn't know it was coming the first time hit us out of nowhere right but it's but just then... like imagine mm-hmm. like that's just the best no because I mean, beyonce is a celebrity celebrity no not to me if celebrities be pressed about what beyonce doing mm. they do i guess like, but then that also feeds into her ego that I don't have to do any of this because Barack Obama falling at my feet. Yes, that's right. He want to touch the hem of my garment. I'm like, yes. girl, no. You want these hems? It's from the Bible. Oh, you can tell I'm a heathen. <laughs> well, they're touching uh, Jesus's hem. The lady with the issue of the blood wanted to touch the hem of his garment. What, what So she could be made whole. What book is that? I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm still impressed. I'm still impressed with you. Why? I, you just you be coming at us week by week. You know, we're about to start a new segment, <laughs> Bible verse of the week. What you say? What you say about it? You know, we have a lot of Christian listeners. We do. You want to do a Bible verse of the week? We we'll start that. Okay, around well, Easter. Around Easter, we gonna hit y'all with that Easter. Stay tuned, because the way you coming at me with these Bible verses, I'm just in shock. Why? Because you was just the old heathen. I was raised in the church. I I've known you for only like ten years. <laughs> the first time I ever heard you even say something what? with a vow in it was a smooth like three weeks ago when you hit me with something from Michelle. I was yeah. like, the Bible. Oh my gosh! That category is. We're well rounded. I mean, we welcome it. Mm-hmm. But I just I didn't know you had this wealth of knowledge. When you think you know a person, well, <laughs> you know, as you said. Every saint has a past. past. Every, Every sinner, sinner has a future. future. Okay. Phaedra Parks. Well, you making up for it. <laughs> all right, child. Let's... <laughs> we just be off on all these tangents. All the tangents. Well, over the holidays, mm-hmm. uh, I saw a movie preview. Oh, we're about to talk about movies, y'all. So just get into Category it. Category is. Category is movie cinema. <laughs> Okay, so I saw a preview for Jordan Peele's new movie that comes out, I think in March. Oh, with Lupita. With Lupita Donko. Mm-hmm. And I think, is that Lil Rel? Because he Ooh. was, his name, his name is Lil Rel. He oh, was okay. in, he was a minor character in the Get Out movie. He was the I didn't see Get Out. What? I'm in an interracial relationship. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> true. Uh, yeah, I didn't see that. <gasps> How he eat his cereal. What? Does he separate the cereal from the milk? You would have had to see the movie. I don't, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, watch how he eat his cereal and report back. Okay. I can tell you to, uh, to uh, run. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's such a nice guy. I would never. But anyway, um, so this new movie is called Us. Okay. And it looks like a psychological thriller uh-huh. of sorts. Very similar to Get Out. Okay. I think, because I don't think Get Out was horror, because it wasn't like blood, gore, stab, 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 death, death, okay. death. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was death, but it was more of a psychological thriller. Okay. Which gotcha. is my, I don't like horror, mm-hmm. but if I'm going to do horror, yeah. I like the psychological 
thriller yeah, like genre. That. Yeah. Because I just like my mind. Like, mm-hmm. I like trying to figure out the plot and then being totally surprised. Wrong. Yeah. Um, if you're a psychological thriller and I figure out the plot, it's like an automatic fail. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so it stars Lupita Nyong'o. Looks mm-hmm. like this black family. Mm-hmm. And the guy, he was in Black Panther. Who? The one who was like the gorilla tribe in the mountains. Who? He, that's the dad? Uh-huh. Are you sure that's not Laurel? No, I think it's him. Duke Winston or whatever his name? No, my, my thinking... Um, Duke Ellington. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so uh-huh, okay, yeah. so it looks like a, a family, black mm-hmm. families, going to the beach or taking some kind of uh, family vacation, mm-hmm. and then they're in this house, and then there's this other family that's haunting them. But what you basically surmise from the uh, preview is is that the family haunting them is versions of themselves. Right. So it, that's what it leaves you with. Mm-hmm. Um, looks scary, but it's the typical, you know, uh, score of a haunting you know, music mm-hmm. for a, a horror film. And then it has like, you know, these splatters of blood that makes those, what is it called in psychology where you look at the blood, the uh, ink splatters and... Horshack? I, I don't Horshack. know. So it has that. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, it, it's clear that this is a psychological thriller in that you're trying to figure out who's this family that's trying to kill them. Mm-hmm. Is it their demons? Is it their darker side? Mm-hmm. It, I'll watch it because it's created by not... a... Why? I, I just, it doesn't have the interracial weird. aspect. Yeah, it just looked weird. Well, you're not a horror. Well, no. I'm not a horror person either, but yeah. I'm going to watch it. Mm-hmm. I really did enjoy Get Out. I love Lupita Nyong'o, mm-hmm. although her accent is very off. I'm trying to place what part of America. <laughs> Maybe it doesn't take place in America. Maybe that's just me being a... Well, the dude had on a Howard University He did, sweatshirt. right. But I, I, her accent just seems off to me. So maybe some okay. fiction work. But anyway... Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'll go see it. It comes out in March, I believe. Mm-hmm. I know that, you know, the black Twitter always has something to say. Always. And this is so frustrating. Mm-hmm. Again, and we talked about this on mm-hmm. our last show. Leave the passive activism. Yeah. In 2018. Mm-hmm. It is 2019. Yeah. You know, like, what we doing? Right. So people are boycotting the movie. Already? Because they say that Jordan Peele mm-hmm. is exploitative of the black community because How? he's married to a white woman. And they're like, oh, so he can use, yeah, yeah. So he, they're saying that he's using black actors. Mind you, not the fact that he's giving black people jobs right. in Hollywood. Okay. That's a problem, mm-hmm. right? So now y'all are mad at him because just like, oh, well, he's preying on our black community. He's trying to get our black dollar by making black horror films. Well, nobody else making them for you. What? And why shouldn't we be in that genre? And But then he goes home after taking all our black dollars and lays down with his white wife. And I'm Whoa. like, reaching, wow. reaching, yeah. reaching. First of all, you do not know his wife. At you all. do not know that woman. Don't do that to her. Mm-mm. Because you have some problems with right. interracial dating. Yeah. She's probably a lovely woman. Mm-hmm. And she has, if they have children, I don't even know. She mm-hmm. has black children. Mm-hmm. She's probably a down for the cause type chick. Yeah. He vetted her. He married her. That's his business. Yeah. Love don't know no boundary. And what's does one, one, one have, have to, to do with, with the, the other? other? One is business. One is personal. Mm-hmm. And I don't really like when people judge people's per- personal life with their business life right. unless they're one and the same. Right, and right. that's why I'm so judgy of the Kardashians. Uh, well. But his is totally separate. Yeah. So, like, Black Twitter, y'all just be reaching, trying to find, like, any little flaw. Just mm-hmm. grasping at straws to critique people. Yeah. Just stop it. Because you look foolish and you look dumb. Mm-hmm. Because if we looked at your little life, your little measly life... And we nitpicked it, oh, we'd be a whole lot more to say. <laughs> but I couldn't believe, like, I was like, literally, there were people, like, wow. in the comments on Twitter. So you gotta stay out the comments. Stay out the comments. Mm-hmm. But you know, now I get in the comments, because I'll I be trying to gauge the temperature mm-hmm. of the people. Well, it's always hot. But the people are dumb. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of moving into this next movie, I'm not trying to dominate <laughs> the category, but 
you, I don't think you saw this movie. Over the holidays, there was a movie that kind of blew up on the internet. It was called Bird Box. Oh, on Netflix. Yes, on Netflix. People were texting me about it, but I didn't. I haven't watched it. Mm-hmm. Apparently, straight people just discovered who Trevante Rhodes was. <laughs> Because all these black women's like, oh my God, who's that fine black man? Who that man? Who that man? Who that man? I, I was like, you ain't seen Moonlight, bitch? He yeah. was in that a smooth two years ago. Yeah. But you know, they was like, I ain't see that gay movie. Ugh. And I'm going to get to that later. Okay. But so apparently black straight women mm-hmm. are just discovering who he is. Wow. Uh, but people are talking all about the movie. Yeah. Instagram's doing its thing with the memes. <laughs> and I felt compelled. Right. As a person who's supposed to be down with the pop culture and report on it on a weekly basis to watch the movie. Okay. I watched that shit and it was a waste of time. Mm. I mean, was it entertaining? Slightly. You know, Sandra Bullock is above that. And they had some pretty high list actors like, like names. Yeah. Names like Trevante Rhodes acting is above that. Mm-hmm. Sarah Paulson's is above oh, that. She was in yeah. Oh, okay. And she was in it for just a little bit. Okay. But. I think the writing was just, and it's not their fault. I mean, the the actor can only do what they're what, given. What they're given. Yeah, the premise of it just seems stupid to me. Like I, all I oh, the kept premise seeing was. was people. Well, spoiler alert. So you know, we're about to talk about Bird Box, and we might be giving away some of the oh. the uh, stuff. I just want to let the listeners oh, know okay. if you haven't seen it, maybe you might want to skip ahead a little bit. Yeah. Or, or or just know that we're about to give some spoilers. Yeah. The only, because I kept seeing the pictures, and it was just people with, like, blindfolds tied around them. Right. And I was like, oh, they're going to the surprise party. No. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But then when I started reading, like, about it, and I was like, hold up. Wait a minute. You can't, so you have to walk around with the blindfold. How Mm -hmm. are you getting around? Like, y'all on boats and shit? Like, how do you get dressed in the Well, I mean, blind people get around. But that's the gag of the movie. Yeah. I hate it how I ended like, how are y'all getting dressed? Like, Well, basically, I mean, so it's the end of the world. It's like an end of the world apocalyptic uh-huh. type presence where it's like demons come to wreak havoc. Okay. And basically, if the person looks at this nondescript mm-hmm. thing, it's just like a ray of light and then some leaves dust up in the air. Okay. Then their eyes get like, uh, their pupils, not dilate, mm-hmm. but what's the opposite? Like constrict. it's constrict. Mm-hmm. And then they start to cry and then they engage in an act that kills them. Okay. So that's basically what happens. So there's like mass suicides going around across the world. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right. But then the the, uh, the writers didn't pick up on the most interesting parts is that, you know, these people, all strangers have mm-hmm. like this safe house. How do they get to the house? They just, I don't know. They just, I, it doesn't explain <laughs> that. But all these people, the guy that worked down the street, the grocery store was in mm-hmm. the house. Some guy that was a construction worker in the house. A, a girl in the cop academies in the house. Mm-hmm. Sandra Bullock's nine months pregnant and having morning sickness, which I also didn't get, mm. but she's in the house. Mm-hmm. And it's just like all these random people. Mm-hmm. And it was just, there was a lot of holes. Because when I yeah. watch a movie, I like to poke holes. Mm-hmm. So when I saw she was nine months pregnant throwing mm-hmm. up in the toilet, I was like, sis. Yeah. And then it's just like, all right, so how they going to drive around just using the GPS right. and bl- with blacked out windows right. in the car? Uh, if the demons can, this, not this demon, but this, this creature they called it. Like, mm-hmm. If the creature really wants you to kill you, like he'll find a way to get in the house. Right. And then it was just there was these other people who could look at the creature mm-hmm. and like could sustain looking at it without mm-hmm. killing themselves. And mm-hmm. they were going around, like they ended up letting one in the house, and mm-hmm. then they ended up going around like making people look at the creatures to kill themselves. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, y'all never explained how come they can look at it. Yeah. And I get it's like one of those theoretical movies where you're supposed to like put your own meaning on it. But it was just, 
too many holes in the story. And then this chick gets on a river and she goes down the river for two days. She parks. <laughs> it's just, it's a mess. You know, she's rowing, rowing, she rowing her down. boat, you know, gently down a damn river right. until she gets to the rapids. And then she decides to go through the rapids, you know, blind. Okay. And I'm just like, she's rowing this boat. I'm uh-huh. like, where's the food? Oh, they live for five years. I'm like, girl, where are you going to get groceries? Yeah. How you living for five years? Mm-hmm. Y'all electric ain't get cut off? Because you know that bill is still due. <laughs> Pico is still going to be hitting you up for that right. bill. We ain't got nobody at the office, right. but that shit's due. It's the automatic shutoff. Mm. It was just so many questions. <laughs> so many questions. Maybe they got Uber Eats. You know, like, where are you going to get new clothes from? What about right. personal products? Yeah. Tampons? Mm-hmm. Any, like, you know, what's going on? Yeah. You know, Mm-mm. it was just, I didn't get that. Did the kids ever get dental work? Apparently not. No, she called the boy, she called the boy and it was just a mess. So ended up, she, after she rolled, rolled, rolls the boat, uh-huh. she parks it. They end up walking. They go through like the valley of death with the talking trees. And then they end up at the Institute for the Blind. And the blind people is chilling. chilling. <laughs> and I was just like, you know what? That's a mess. I was so over the movie. But the people love it. And I'm really questioning the people. The people are dumb. The people are just... Y'all really thought that was good? Y'all really thought that was good? Like, blowing up. Everybody's talking about this movie. And Like, intellectually, I was like, oh, they need to get into, like, what it is. Is it something medical? Is the government ever going to come? Yeah. It's like, how come these some how come these people can look at it but others can't mm-hmm. it never it was so many unanswered questions they should have got them glasses that you um put on to watch the eclipse they would have been fine oh see there you go bloop, bloop. solve the movie <laughs> done yeah you know yeah it was just like so you just living up in this house the pl- Ooh, the sewage it had to smell yeah just because if everybody's dying then like Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and it was called Bird Box because like the birds would alert them of when the creature was coming. So they always, <laughs> yeah, like a parakeet, like a parrot, like just they, the birds just start chirping. So they walking around with birds in the box. Oh my god, you know, but oh, the boat tipped over in the river, and 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 nobody got nobody, nobody drowned. No, is she is she blind swimming through rapids, retrieving the children. The, the birds in the damn cardboard box. The box don't break down to nothing. I want to know what the hell that shoe box was made of. Girl, bye. That, that was some good shoes. Yeah. <laughs> It was just a bad movie to me. Yeah. And I'm just, but I try to keep with the pulse of the people. Mm-mm. But I just, I, I watched it shaking my head the entire time. Yeah. That's a mess. A mess. Yeah. All right. But let us know what y'all think about that black ass <laughs> movie. Yeah. I'm probably not going to see it. Don't waste the two hours. Mm-hmm. The whole time I was watching, I kept mm-hmm. clicking the button, like how much longer is left? How much longer is left? Yeah. Like if you're doing that during a movie. You should have just stopped. I know, but I felt like I couldn't give, I don't like to give my opinion on something mm-hmm. unless I can give it fully. I guess you should have just went on Instagram, the internet, or something. But I can't get them two hours back. No, it would have been much better spent watching Miss Congeniality too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, child. All right, guys. Well, now it's the point of the show where we usually go to our listener letter. However, you know it's been the holidays. People are busy with their families. Yeah. We ain't got one this week. <laughs> so again, remember, guys, you can always write us in and send your letters asking for advice mm-hmm. or even asking for like. A category to be discussed yeah. or, you know, a suggestion, something you might like to hear. A shout out, birthday shout out, <laughs> graduation <laughs> shout out. Just write in yeah. and we'll consider it uh, in the listener letter. So write us at category is pod at gmail.com. Now it is time. Will you do it? See, I can't do the voice. Let me try. My Barry White like you. Okay. Now it is time for... <laughs> I said what, what I, I said. said. 
See, I just can't get that. You deal. can't. I'm never going to be like Tony Braxton. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> All right. So my, I said what I said this week. I kind of have two, but I'm just going to go with this one. Okay. So like we said, or we mentioned a couple times in, the, in this episode, is that we're kind of over people who over document or overshare their lives. And it is hard when you want to maintain that balance of authenticity, like right. Cardi B does, and privacy, like Beyonce does. But some people, y'all just share way too much. And over the holidays, one of my friends sent me a link to a Instagram video that some guy, he was, I guess it was Christmas Day, and the backstory is that he put in the description mm-hmm. was that his grandmother so his mom's mom had passed away like two years before and i guess his mom gets really emotional around the holidays Mm -hmm. he said she's been crying for like a month so he decided to get like a -A build-a-bear and you know how you can put like a voice they have a device you can put like a voice recording in that and you like press the the hand and it speaks or whatever and so he somehow recorded his grandmother's voice, maybe a voicemail or something. Mm-hmm. Or just and like the app on your phone, maybe. Well, yeah, or something. And he had that installed into the Build-A-Bear. And then he's, the video, he's um, sitting like across the room from his mom. Right. And she's opening this Build-A-Bear box. Aww. So she, and you know, he's filming her reaction. And, you know, on the surface, oh, that's so sweet that he's doing this for his mom. Right. But... When you look at it, it's like, okay, well, that moment was probably, it would probably be more special if you just had that moment with the two of you. Like, you're not even engaged in the moment at that point. You're not present in the moment. You're just trying to record it so you can post it on to social media so you can get these reactions or this validation that you're a good son, that you did this for your mom, who's being emotional about the death of her mom. Right. But you're not. First off, your mom looked a mess. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were going to do that, you should have been like, Mom, do your hair. Right. Put on some makeup. Like, her eyebrows weren't drawn in. Her hair looked the best. Her outfit wasn't together. But to be a devil's advocate, uh-huh. not to interrupt, but that's authentic. He wanted it to be, to be an authentic moment. Well. <laughs> she looked rough. She looked, she looked hit. Like, I would never put my mom on, on social media looking like that. So is your issue the video? Like, I think that my issue is more posting, mm-hmm. right? It's the posting. Okay, okay. Like, you know, it, it, that's just a private. That would be more of a private moment. Right. Like, you don't want to share that kind of a moment on social media. Because, you know, people are going to drop down in the comments and talk about your mom. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, if she is emotional about the death of her parent, then why do you feel like posting it on social media how is that going to benefit her in any way? Was like, that even your place? Yeah. Like, is like just why are you doing that, first of all? Like, that, no one benefits in that situation except for you because you get these likes and you're trying to go viral and you're trying to get portray this image that you're this sweet, sentimental guy who, you know, cares about her feelings and stuff. But no, you really don't. You're just trying to do it for yourself. And get some likes. Get some, some followers. Likes <laughs> and get some followers. And then, you know, like those people who... um post their um like proposals and stuff like that like are you doing it for your significant other or are you doing it for yourself mm. like right and if you're gonna do it like 
tell your girlfriend to get a manicure before you propose. Right. Like we mentioned the other week. Yes. If you're gonna, because did you see that Jamel Hill? She mm. she got proposed to. That's the um MS no that's the uh, ESPN ESPN yeah. lady yeah like her edges was hit with the micro braids she needed a manicure his nails were all jacked up <sighs> I'm just like wow if you're gonna do it do it right right but more so just don't do it for me it's not so much again I agree it's not the issue of preserving the moment mm-hmm. but I'm also one of those people like. When I'm at the concert, mm-hmm. I don't record the video because right. I'm not going to go back and watch it. Why? Right. You know, like, so, but you know, when I go out, I don't, I don't have a lot of pictures of myself because mm-hmm. I'm not ever like, ooh, let's take pictures. Because mm-hmm. I'm always like, just be present, present in the moment. I hate at a concert where you see the people with they turn their back to the artist so that they can videotape, like, take a selfie video of them singing to the song right. that the artist was. Performing. And that's cute for like it's the not, thirty seconds. No. But no, I'm, I'm forget one time I watched this woman. It was like you know stadium type seating, and she mm-hmm. recorded the entire, the entire concert, concert yeah. through her phone, uh-huh. the entire thing, like uh-huh. the entire hour and a half. Yeah. And I basically had to watch it like either from the side yeah. or through her phone, and it was so annoying because I'm like, who the fuck goes back and watches this? Right. I, someone told me that other people go back and post it on YouTube, and no, I was like, mm, no. there's copyright issues yeah. here. But Once anyway, I was at the remember when the African American History Museum opened in DC, mm-hmm. and we got tickets um my family got tickets we went like a christmas right um one time and you cannot believe how many people with their cell phones were walking through the museum trying to document that they were there yeah i noticed that when i went because we went like the month it opened Mm -hmm. getting those tickets was hard yeah but um (laughs) uh, i remember people were walking through the museum Docu- they, but they weren't even reading it. Like, no, I'm. You know, I'm. If it, if there's text, I mm-hmm. have to read it. Yeah. That's why I don't like text yeah. on clothing because mm-hmm. I'm like, I need to read what your shirt says. Yeah. letters. But um, people weren't even reading anything. They didn't mm-hmm. know what the hell they were looking at. at. All. They were just, I don't know. That's just a pet peeve of mine. Yeah. You well, know, just be present in the moment. Like, stop trying to document it so you can share it. Live your life through your phone. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. It is. But also, I feel like see, people just be out here strategically doing stuff for the likes, doing stuff yeah. to get the notoriety, mm-hmm. hoping that they get picked up on. Mm-hmm. Some you know, Instagram or yeah. some other web page that duplicates or so uh, amplifies yeah. us. Mm-hmm. We get their fifteen minutes of fame. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I don't know. Yeah. So my I said what I said for the week is long. Are you surprised? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> so this week I think it was um, an Instagram page that I saw something I saw on Instagram, and I'll give mm-hmm. credit because you know, it was that's what I do. Yeah. But it was I think it was the Savoy Show. Or yeah. That's how you pronounce it. Mm-hmm. So there's this um, trans woman, mm-hmm. and you know. A trans person is a trans person. Mm-hmm. However that person identifies, it's mm-hmm. valid, and right. that's how they identify. Right. Um, despite how they look or appear to you. Mm-hmm. Point blank, period, the end. The end. Oh, damn. You said period. But no, I said point blank, period, okay. the end. Okay. Not period. Period. That's what I like. Okay. So, there's this video of this trans woman, mm-hmm. and you know, objectively, she is not the softest. Let's well, just say that. okay, but... You know, that, that, that shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter, mm-hmm. right. And she was trying to do a transaction in the store. Mm-hmm. And I think that the video comes on late. And I always yeah. wonder, who are these people who are like, quick with them? Because I would never just have a knee-jerk yeah. reaction to record I think things. it goes on for a while. And then right. they pull out their They come phone. in a little bit later. Yeah, because yeah. what she says is, is, she says to the store clerk, mm-hmm. I've told you five times, yeah. do not call me sir. Mm-hmm. You want to see a sir? I'll take you outside and show you a sir. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. Yeah. So my thing is, and even then, he was like, you guys need to separate. You guys, and yeah. I get that that's a little bit sensitive because guys is, you know, 
when you call someone dude, even mm-hmm. now bro or guys, mm-hmm. there's these male uh, monikers or right. male things. That's mm-hmm. why I'm such an advocate of using cis for the men. Because if we're going to make it equal, <laughs> if I can call a girl, hey dude, or yeah. you guys, yeah. then I'm going to call men cis. Okay. But again, that's the patriarchy. That's, yeah. So what she says is, you. she's like, five times you've misgendered me. Mm-hmm. I've told you to call me this. Mm-hmm. I told you to, I'm a woman. Mm-hmm. Call me, you know, a woman. Mm-hmm. Point, and that should be the end of the discussion. Mm-hmm. Apparently it wasn't. And no. she went off. She yeah. snapped. She was Popped kicking shit. She was cursing. Yeah. She said, I'm calling corporate. Yeah. And she had, you know, and of course there was another white woman who said, I'll call, I'll the, call police. the police for you. Quick to call the police. Mm-hmm. I didn't think the police was necessary. No, not it was just, necessary. you know, yeah. the guy, you know, he was being patient and apologetic. Mm-hmm. He was it, very apologetic. But, but if it happened five times, then that's mm-hmm. crazy. Well, but, yeah, that's and also, I mean, I'm not a transgender person, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know what it's like living that experience. Mm-hmm. But it was clear that she, she was very frustrated, mm-hmm. or that she might have had some other things going on in her yeah. life that might have set yeah, her off. Yeah, might have just been that last straw. The last straw yeah, that broke the camel's back. But that wasn't the problem. The video's not the issue. Right. So I do. I did what I try not to do but I hop into these comments because the comments are dangerous Mm -hmm. and sad Mm -hmm. and full of trolls Yeah, but the comments also give you um, a read on the temperature of things Mm -hmm. so I'm reading through the comments and I'm reading these offensive statement after Mm -hmm. offensive statement Mm -hmm. of course when there's a cisgendered male who's Mm -hmm. giving this statement oftentimes a black male I just just rolled my eyes and just kept it rolling Mm -hmm. but I was in shock Mm -hmm. with the amount of disgusting transphobic homophobic and misogynist mm-hmm. comments mm-hmm. from black women and women of color mm, really yes and like saying well you know he didn't he, he called you sir you know it's not like he called you the n-word mm-hmm. and i'm like well look like let's have some like critical thinking and let's apply some things right you know they're like, well, N-word's a slur. You know, mi- you know, misgendering someone's not a slur. It's mm-hmm. just as violent, mm-hmm. right? And it's just, I think that pe- straight people are so m- misinformed mm-hmm. and confused and have an inability to look at this critically. Right. And they have a knee-jerk reaction, especially black people, mm-hmm. to compare it to the civil rights movement or mm-hmm. the experiences of black people. Mm-hmm. First of all, that negates the fact that there are black trans people of color mm-hmm. who are navigating being a black person mm-hmm. or a, a person of color and being trans. Additionally, it it fails to realize that although they're each each groups are reaching for civil rights in their ways that their uniques are di- that their struggles are unique and right. different, mm-hmm. and that race is different from gender, mm-hmm. but it still has you know pitfalls. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know, well, trans people have more rights than black people. Aware, sis, because mm-hmm. we're still trying to tell trans people where they can and cannot go to, to the bathroom. bathroom yeah. Last I checked, black people had that unsettled for about 50, mm-hmm. 50 years mm-hmm. now. Okay, yeah. and it's just. It's it's upsetting because it's like you know some places don't even recognize trans people as people right, like yeah. it's but black people you know we're people mm-hmm. and like well you know it's not like she was called the n word or something well why would she because she was a white trans woman mm-hmm. you know it's about respect mm-hmm. just human respect yeah. she corrected him and, mm-hmm. and I do think that you know some trans people do understand and have the expectation that we're in a a time of challenging gender right. in the binary and that some people are going to make mistakes mm-hmm. but five times. Yeah. That's not a mistake. Yeah. At that point, it becomes intentional, mm-hmm. and, it be- and it does become violent, mm-hmm. right? Especially when you look at the average age of a trans person is what thirty-two in America. I think I believe it's thirty-two. Okay. So, like that just shows you the amount of violence mm-hmm. that those people that you know trans people face. But I was yeah. shocked 
by the amount of black women who um, just had no type of empathy, no sympathy, mm-hmm. no no compassion. Okay. And I tried to figure out why is that? You know, because gay is mainstream now. Black, <laughs> yeah. you know, women love them a gay as if it's an accessory. Yeah, black women love a gay. But I don't know if women, these women, these comments just also seem, I don't know if that's the followership of this particular IG page. Yeah. But they just seemed ignorant and uh-huh. rude. And they're like, well, if she went and got her some titties, then maybe. Oh, and wow. if, and, oh, well, they don't got no, uh, she looked like she still have a dick or her voice is deep. Well, you know, they were misgendering him mm-hmm. again in the com- misgendering mm-hmm. her again in the comments mm-hmm. and just, you know, saying ridiculous things. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just upsetting. And I was well, shocked that. I love me a black woman. Mm-hmm. You know how I feel. Black women are everything. Mm-hmm. But I do think that, you know, a lot of black women are not up on the trans issues. Right, right. Even in my personal life without naming names, I talk to some black women and they just, I'm still, and, and educated ones. Mm-hmm. And I try to explain to them the difference between sexuality and gender and they grapple at straws to get it. Mm-hmm. And oh, wow. it's, it's frustrating for me. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like, you know, I don't expect you to, bear the flag for a, a cause that doesn't personally affect you right. but have some compassion and some understanding right. and don't be hateful mm-hmm. and I was just shocked to see that and I think that especially in the black community there needs to be way more work done on LGBT issues mm-hmm. and just understanding them yeah well you need to stay out of them comments <laughs> uh, yeah, but, but you know I, but I went into the comments uh-huh. knowing what I was going to see I, I just see. didn't expect to see mm-hmm. I expected all that from the men from men okay not the women but uh-huh. I don't know if women feel challenged but again, that it's also the patriarchy, it. right? Yeah, that could because be it too. Women are women are not, you know. I feel like I don't know. Maybe women feel threatened by trans women. I don't know. I mean, I, it's just an interesting discussion I like okay. to have intellectually. Okay. But yeah, I didn't. Did so you look at the post? I looked at the post, but I didn't read the comments because when I clicked on the post, the first uh, set of comments were from Amanda Seals, mm-hmm. and she plays my favorite character on, Inse- on Insecure. Insecure, yeah, yeah. and so. I I like her on Insecure, but in real life, she's problematic. Like, she's always angry about something. And if you look at her Why comments... Why do you say angry? She just is always... Is she angry? She is. Always. Or is she always vocal? Both. Okay. But her in her vocality, she's very angry. Like, the tone of her messages is always very angry. Okay. And she's always mad, like, about... She's always calling something racism. She's always calling something sexism. She's always calling something something. Right. Yeah. So I just don't feature You know what? I, I love her on Insecure. Tiffany's my favorite character. Mm-hmm. Tiffany needs more airtime. Like, where's Tiffany's airtime? Well, she spent um, all her time on you know, writing comments on Instagram. <laughs> right. And I and I feel like uh, Amanda Seals, like, manages her Instagram. She her got, by herself. Yeah, she, she don't got a job no. for that. Yeah. But um, which I can appreciate, mm-hmm. but I also feel like I can kind of see what you're saying, mm-hmm. but I have my, my a little bit of a different take on it. Okay, I think a lot of the things that she says are very valid. Right, I think that she just finds a need to comment on everything everywhere. Oh, yeah, at every time, at every time, and I think that it can be a little bit overkill. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I, I know she's an actress, comedian, mm-hmm. but I think that activist or Instagram activist. <laughs> Is like her main title, okay? Right. If yeah. you follow her on Instagram, I don't. and I kind of, okay, I'm not projecting this on her. Well, maybe I am a little bit, but I can kind of identify with Amanda Seals. Okay, and this and is my way? story. Okay, um, 
I'm a black person, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm, you know, I do have a little bit of other stuff in me, <laughs> but I consider myself to be black, right? right? Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. I was um, insulated from, you know, a certain black experience, okay. an inner city one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were always exposed to different things culturally right. and had a very, we wasn't rich now, mm-hmm. you know, but we were in, we had enriched ch- childhood, God, God. right? Mm-hmm. Um, where... I didn't have to deal with a lot of the, the obvious hardships right. that other children, may, black children specifically, mm-hmm. may have had to deal with. And um, sadly, I think that we identify a lot of our blackness because I don't believe that there's one monolithic black experience. But I think that we identify some of our blackness oftentimes in, in tragedy okay. and, in, and in bad things, mm-hmm. not in good, which is which I don't like. Mm-hmm. So when it wasn't really until I got to college mm-hmm. and got really involved with like what's the equivalent of the black student union mm-hmm. there that I really kind of like had my eyes open to all the injustices that black pe- people faced historically. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that's when I kind of converted from um, MLK to Malcolm X. That's cool. when I kind of got really militant mm-hmm. and I started reading Marcus Garvey and I started reading um, Stokely Carmichael and I was very into black Panthers and I got my whole mind open. It was like cracked open and I started to really I guess, um, interrogate or mm-hmm. investigate my blackness and rediscover it for myself, which was a tr- life transforming experience for right. me. But the result of that was that I got very, very militant. I mm-hmm. was extremely pro-black. And even in college, I'll never forget my freshman year, you're mm-hmm. meeting people, it's all, you yeah. know, fun, fun, fun mm-hmm. at the mixer or at the, on the, um, it wasn't called the yard, it wasn't a black school, but on the, on the quad <laughs> and, you know, in the dining hall and stuff. Yeah. And, I was, you know, always around black people, mm-hmm. mostly black women. And a lot of them challenged my blackness. People flat out would tell oh. me I'm not black. And my oh, whole wow. life, I was, where I'm from, I was very black, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, might not have been a lot of us, but I was uh-huh. black to them. Yeah. And I was, I felt like my blackness was valid and mm-hmm. my black experience was valid. And it is. Yeah. But I found myself at every point, at every straw, yeah. finding the racism in something uh-huh. and caping for, mm-hmm. you know, the, the cause yeah. of black people. Yeah. And I had to ask myself why I was doing that. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it was because I was trying to prove my blackness to people. Right, right. And I can't help but feel like, and this is me projecting my own shit, mm-hmm. but I can't help but feel like that's what Amanda Seals does. Yeah. She's a light-skinned well, sister. Exactly. And mm-hmm. I, I can't help but feel like sometimes she don't know she black. <laughs> or she don't know that there's a different kind of black. And right. she, at, every, at every opportunity she, she gets, she's going to remind uh-huh. you that she black and she got to prove that she yeah, black. Yeah. And, it's, and it's honestly... A lot of my friends in college were lighter skinned people who mm-hmm. had this privilege. And there is such a thing as like, there's white guilt, but there's light skin guilt yeah, too. Yeah. And I think that Amanda may have it. Mm-hmm. And you see like a lot of black people mm-hmm. go hard in the hate for civil rights causes. Harry Belafonte, Jesse, Jesse Williams, Williams, Zendaya, mm-hmm. you know, Colin Kaepernick, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we have to ask ourselves yeah. potentially why, because it is a pattern. And I, it, well, that was me at one point. And uh-huh. That's all I'm saying. So it's yeah. not an attack on Amanda. It's just a, you understand yeah i understand where she's coming from. yeah i understand that because oh as someone who's darker skin i don't have to deal with that Mm -hmm. you look at me you know i'm black right i'm black black and Mm -hmm. that's it but with someone who is lighter skin there is always that question or that projection of well you're not all the way black so what is right so you have to prove Mm -hmm. in your statements how how down you are you are Mm -hmm. and it almost seems like a contest yeah oh and it's exhausting because i did it it used to be so exhausting Mm -hmm. but it's also i can also analogize it to and here goes a proper analogy Mm -hmm. as opposed to the trans one a little Mm -hmm. bit differently when you first come out as gay Mm -hmm. 
being a gay person, when you're keeping it a secret, Mm -hmm. it's a lot of pain and hurt. Mm -hmm. And then when you finally come out, there's this joyous support sometimes Mm -hmm. and you feel a victory, but you want to, you feel like you've been trapped for so long. You fully want to just embrace your whole self. Mm -hmm. But when you have, when you come out at first, Mm -hmm. there's a tendency for young gay people or people who first come out mm-hmm. to it's rainbow everything yeah. or, or everything's <laughs> gay this gay that gay yeah. this and you almost are pushing your uh-huh. gayness in people's face yeah. not because you feel the need to prove it but because for so long you were uncomfortable with right. it mm-hmm. and now you just or you've been keeping it hiding mm-hmm. it but now you just want to I'm coming out I want the world to know <laughs> so I'm going to let it show yeah. that's exactly what it is yeah. Diana Ross mm-hmm. but it can be you're doing the most. You do you're it, trying. Yeah. Every opportunity yeah. you have, you're going to remind everybody you get. Yeah. We know you gay, sis. Yeah. We know. Yeah. But once you get comfortable, once I got comfortable in my blackness, mm-hmm. all that militant, all that comments went down. Once I got, you know, comfortable mm-hmm. in my gayness, mm-hmm. not everything was about being gay. So I understand how it goes. That was a long I said what I but, said. But, I mean, Amanda's like 37. Like, girl. I'm not, you know, everyone has their process. Yeah. And maybe, and this is just, that I'm just positing here. Mm-hmm. That might not be her process, but it, it feel that way to me. Yeah. And I said what I said. All right. And now it is time for our first tens, tens, tens across, across the, the board, board of 2019. 2019. 19. I'm giving tens this week to anyone who keeps their New Year's resolution. So 10 years ago for my New Year's resolution, I decided to go vegetarian. And I was only gonna be a vegetarian for six months because my birthday is the end of June. So I thought, you know, I would just go into my birthday and then right after that, before 4th of July, I'll be back to eating ribs, chicken, <laughs> hamburgers, <laughs> hot dogs, you know, everything. And so that six months came, it went. I was like, okay, well, I'll just go to the end of the year. That second six months came and went. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll just, you know, keep going because like your cravings go away and you just kind of don't miss the meat after a while so you don't want to get sick yeah and that's my biggest fear like i don't want to get sick so yes well you've kept that what your new year's resolution for 10 years 10 10 whole years 10 whole years well that deserves a 10 child yeah (laughs) 10 for my 10 year yeah you don't miss bacon bacon was the hardest thing to give up bacon and my mom's fried chicken it was it was so hard the first but if you can make it through your first um holiday like christmas thanksgiving season right you'll be fine because that's the hard that's hard for black people i mean isn't everything down to the macaroni and cheese yeah everything (laughs) it's in the greens it's in the beans you know it's in everything well not the yams but no it's in the dressing it's in everything and you know if you but if you make it past that you you should be fine oh yeah so i'm happy so if you keep your resolution I know everyone made them, you know, we're at the start of the year, so. Well, congratulations to you. Thank you. Tens for you. Tens for me. Yes. Yeah. And tens to all the other vegetarians. I don't know how y'all do it. It's easy. But God bless. Thanks. All right. Well, my tens this week goes to a seven-year-old boy from Maryland. Okay. His name is Tyler Stallings. And little Mr. Stallings oh. has been helping the homeless veteran community in his home state of Maryland. Okay. Uh, specifically, uh, he just wanted to give back and give make sacrifices mm-hmm. uh, himself as a little boy to help support people who made sacrifices to serve our country yeah. in the armed forces. So uh, with the help of his mother and his family, uh-huh. he started to create hero bags. These hero bags um, consisted of basically toiletry and personal products. 
uh, and some clothing items Mm -hmm. for homeless veterans. And he gave out over the past three years, he's given out over 2,000 bags. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's also partnered with the Maryland Veterans Center for Education. He also partnered with local mattress stores to provide over 250 mattresses to the homeless. Well, where the hell the mattress is going? <laughs> right. Uh, all right, so hold on. Reading's fundamental. <laughs> the mattresses are going to the Maryland Center uh, for Veterans Education. Okay. Hold on. I got that right. And training. Okay. Yes. Okay, so that, that makes sense now. Okay. So he's partnered with that center mm-hmm. to provide, I guess, these hero bags. And, and mattresses, mattresses to the center. Okay. Makes sense. Because I was like, we can't just have mattresses on the streets <laughs> on the now. Street, well, you can, but... They're going to be wet and bed bugs. Yeah. It's a mess. Anyway, so, shouts out to him. He also has started a GoFundMe campaign for the right purpose. <laughs> not life insurance, not funeral yeah. costs. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and he is... He's raised thus far $17,200, oh, wow. and mm-hmm. he's going to support local causes in his home state of Maryland that support veterans, and he also hopes to use some of the money to start his own nonprofit. Oh, at seven years at old. At seven. Wow. Get y'all life together. Okay. Get my life together. <laughs> right. Where is the, the, the Justin Foundation? <laughs> you know, I need to start my foundation. Yeah. My God. Shout out to you, Mr. Tyler Stallings. You were on Category Is. You got my first tens. 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 Tens Ten across, across the board. The Look at children changing the world. I know. Oh. I believe the children are our future. Teach them well and let, <laughs> let them, them lead the way. way. But don't put them in some red lipstick. Don't. Don't do that. <laughs> no matter what. You know, because why? Because you got to show them all the beauty they possess inside <laughs> okay. without the lipstick. All right, all now. All right, come on. All right, man. now. Yes. Yes. Whitney. <laughs> May she rest. In peace. All right, guys. Well, that marks our first show of, of the, the year. year. 2019. Yes, I'm so excited. Yeah. You know, we have such great things in store for you. Yes. Uh, you know, keep up with us. And you know how to do that. The easiest way is via social media. Mm-hmm. So follow us on all things social at category is pod. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's the Twitter, the Instagram. Well, we're working on the Twitter. You know, yeah. we, 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 we come in at you strong 2019. <laughs> that's the resolution. That's your resolution. But yeah, follow us on Instagram. Also, write in. Again, we want listener letters seeking advice or a shout out yeah, an accolade uh, questions that you mm-hmm. might have category suggestions reach us at category is pod at, at gmail.com gmail. remember most importantly for the pod we want you to subscribe, subscribe. on whatever platform you listen to mm-hmm. you know we have our link tree on all our social media but that can take you to your choice you have it your way yeah whatever you can listening have, platform you can listen to us on Spotify mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts, Google, Google Podcasts, Podcast. Stitcher, Stitcher, and there's one more. No, well, SoundCloud and SoundCloud, and there's one more coming. Yes, Pandora, Pandora will be up there soon too. So you know we are on all platforms. So listen to us there. But most importantly, subscribe, and then share, share with your family, share with your friends, share with the coworker you don't like. You know, <laughs> share with all the people. Write us a review. Yeah. We'll read them on, on air. air. And leave us some likes, five stars or 10 stars or however many stars your platform provides. <laughs> yes. Give us some stars across the board. But thank you to the Category Is yes. family for listening. And we will see you next, next week. week. Yes. Bye. Bye.